Lamentations chapter 1, verses 1 and 2. How deserted lies the city, once so full of people! How like a widow is she, who once was great among the nations! She who was queen among the provinces has now become a slave. Bitterly she weeps at night, tears are upon her cheeks. Among all her lovers there is none to comfort her. All her friends have betrayed her. They have become her enemies. So somebody that is not familiar with the Old Testament is going to ask, well, what is Lamentation? Who wrote it? Jeremiah. And what are they talking about? What what is he talking about? Well, he's talking Mm -hmm. about the invasion and destruction of David's city, Jerusalem. Inconceivable. The quote from the uh, Princess Bride, inconceivable. <laughs> uh, it was inconceivable. And this is what I wrote about it. I, I don't want to go too much onto it, but I, it, it, this is very important because this is not the first nor the last time this will happen in history. Mm-hmm. It was inconceivable that Jerusalem would fall. This was the city of David, the site of the Holy Temple built by Solomon. But the people had drifted away from God, who had warned them through the prophets to turn away from their wickedness. The leaders, priests, and people of Jerusalem had drifted away, and so they abandoned God and were no longer able to hear the the warnings. And that's really important. There are warnings, uh, even in our own time, about our own situation as a country. And I'm not talking about politics. Mm-hmm. Quote, disaster will come upon you and you will not know how to conjure it away. A calamity will fall upon you that you cannot ward off what uh, off with a ransom. A catastrophe you cannot foresee will suddenly come upon you. And that's Isaiah 47, 11. Mm-hmm. It simply mm-hmm. was too late. I, I, I finished that by saying, and I, I think the application here that I think about is not political parties, uh, but our our ears have closed to the possibility that it could happen here. Mm. And I'm not talking about politics. I'm talking about God. Yeah. Yeah, and I, the way you conclude this at the end of the page, um, have we drifted away in our time and place? The signs would suggest we have. It appears the way back will be long and hard. And I want to focus on that because I do think that there always is a way back, right? Even for right. the people of Jerusalem. And what's what's going on in my mind is the city of Detroit. You know, this, this line here, how deserted lies the city, once so full of people in Lamentations 1. How deserted lies the city, once so full of people. Having grown up in Michigan, and I used to go to uh, Detroit Tigers games when I was a kid, and Detroit was still full and bustling and prosperous when I was a kid. And then it totally declined when the auto industry changed and blah, blah, blah. And then it was a total wasteland. I mean, I'm talking about like block after block after block of, of deserted factories and even homes and small businesses. And it was so sad to go see Detroit in that state. However, now all these years later, even after that, there's the, there's this revival ha- happening. People are buying some of those old buildings and turning them into really cool um, place offices and businesses, and people are creating parks. And um, but that that long and hard road of restoration is usually not 
some spontaneous miracle where God just <clears throat> pops something out of heaven. No, it's usually involving people, involving Christians, involving um, that hard work that you're talking about here of, of rebuilding and, and what the Bible calls us to be, which is repairers of the breach. So um, I'm feeling this when I hear people talk about moving out of cities because they become so corrupt. I think, wait a minute, we're Christians. We should be moving in. We should be repairs of the breach. We should be in that long and hard process of, of, um, of restoring what sin has broken. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, these uh, analogies or these comparisons are not actually very perfect. We, mm -hmm. uh, even with a Detroit, which was, uh, I think it was even a longer period of time that it went through this amazing decline. Uh, mm -hmm. And I, I don't even understand it to this day, actually. Uh, but there are cities all over our country that are, are either declining and some are rising up and some states are doing well, some states are doing poorly. I don't know if that's actually um, exactly what mm -hmm. uh, I'm trying to get at here mm -hmm. is that mm -hmm. I, I think it, I, I'll just make it brief. Mm -hmm. I think the central problem in America is prosperity, not uh, want. I think that prosperity has made us feel immune from any consequences of anything. Mm. And it also has made us arrogant in the sense of we're the gods and the he's not. Mm -hmm. uh, that can be replicated in the bonfire of the vanities where he talks about the um, uh, masters of the universe. Mm -hmm. uh, that's real. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't disparage. I mean, wealth and uh, wealth in and of itself is not a bad thing. I mean, uh, Joseph, you know, took care of the prosperity of Egypt because they knew the famine was followed. Uh, there's a balance to everything in life. And I, I just think uh, with the amount of it's dulled our senses to the probability that we're going to hit a ditch at some point. That's all. Mm hmm.